everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Last week, you heard the amazing story and early beginnings of a young boy's struggle to overcome three generations of a, quote, caste system in India, destined to define this young man's life and future, but for the grace of God and a praying entrepreneurial grandmother whose life and example became the role model for his own now literally transforming millions nationwide and impacting the village that once condemned him and his family as, quote, untouchable. Here to share more of his amazing story is the man they call the father of the Smart Village Movement, internationally recognized speaker, author, award-winning teacher, global entrepreneur, and so much more. Please welcome Professor Solomon Darwin. Professor Darwin, welcome back to Testimony. Oh, it's a great pleasure to be here today. Well, it's a great honor to have you back here for part two of our conversation today. We ended our last segment with your sharing about your grandmother and how she came to faith in Jesus Christ. If you could just pick up on that and the miracle of her birthing what would now become your lineage and her entrepreneurial efforts that got her out of the caste system that she was in and now Professor Darwin what you are doing as a missionary to your own country your nation of India Professor Darwin please tell us more of your story thank you so much for that question uh, when you have no hope my grandmother wanted to commit suicide. She went to the river. She drowned herself in the river. But a passerby on a bicycle, a young man by the name of Charles Percy Whitehouse, went and rescued her and lifted her up and pulled her out of the water and said, why are you doing this? She said, I'm an untouchable. I have no hope. I'm a curse to society uh, and I'm a curse to my family. And, uh, and I'm barren and I can't bear children. I have no purpose. And she also said, I have been praying to so many deities every day and no one would listen. No God would listen. And Charles told her that I'm going to tell you about a God who can touch the untouchable, who can take that curse and turn it into a blessing so he can be a blessing to many people. And he said that he prayed for her and my grandmother at that time. She had a pain so intense that it just went away. And she took that as a sign from God that Jesus is her new Lord and Savior and accepted Christ. And Charles took her under his own wing and he taught her how to read and write because untouchables were denied education and medical privileges. And he also reconciles her to her husband in confidence and in secret. And with that little knowledge of how to add and subtract and how to read and write, that gave her the tools and hope in Jesus Christ. And her confidence significantly improved because what God can do. And she became an entrepreneur and she did a global trade 
in the days when there was no internet, when there was no mail, when there was no telephone, cell phones, she traded, she sold lace to the English people through the missionaries, and she shipped pickles of various kinds and textiles to Burma. And people trusted her entrepreneurial skills, and she began to beat the caste system by selling it to people who would not buy from her globally. And she became the largest entrepreneur and employer of untouchable women in her own village. That is the short end of the story. There's a lot more in the middle. But I just want you to know that when people are empowered, when people were offered hope and modeled what God can do, there's nothing impossible because God has a way of resurrecting within us all the latent talents that uh, Subama had, my grandmother had, that were manifested in her talent to do lace and train many other women. Uh, and so she started several businesses and had global access for trade through her network of people. And she did it when there was no technology. And that's a remarkable thing about it. So the whole concept of the smart village thing uh, came because the smartness uh, is really in the DNA that God gave us. And I think we, we often aspire to go and get PhDs and education and so on. But God gave us an incredible creative talent within us through our DNA that all we need is access, equal treatment, equal employment, and tools and resources and access to global markets. And people will be able to automatically demonstrate the full potential and what God meant us to be. And that's what I see in my grandmother. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Professor Solomon Darwin, author of his latest, The Untouchable, soon to be made into a major motion picture, Three Generations of Triumph Over Torment. Professor Darwin, your list of credentials and achievements are too long to mention in our brief time here today, but you literally are traveling the world sharing this model of what you term as a smart village, empowering people from all walks of life to achieve great things in your life. And you are yourself, sir, a primary example of that. You did not allow your lack of education, training, circumstance, or perceived or given lot in life to stop you from asking for and achieving your dreams, no matter the continual disappointments and hardships along the way, and there were many for you. Question, what then should the mindset be for those looking to overcome, no matter their circumstance? I can only answer from my point of view, and because I was in the same position, even though I grew up with this wonderful person, my grandmother and my mother, the reason that I uh, became a Christian is because I saw Jesus Christ modeled through the actions, through the attitude, and the lives. Both my mother and my grandmother are living letters to me. When I was looking for answers, less than my father because he was mainly absent and he was busy with work, but every day I was able to see it in Subama, my grandmother, because she modeled Christ for me. My love for them was transformed into a love for Jesus Christ. And wherever you go and wherever you turn, you will not find peace until you find Jesus Christ. And that's what happened to me. Amen and amen. That's such a marvelous 
a testimony from one who has come from such humble beginnings to incredible achievement. You talked about President Nixon being the open door that allowed your father to come to America and eventually the rest of the family would come as well. Question then, how important is it to strive for the American dream and legally so? Your thoughts? That's a very important question. My father was the first Christian man to earn a PhD from an Indian uh, university in South India. And we were very proud. Grandmother invested all her money from her business and savings in educating my father. And he loved to be educated. And once he got his PhD, we thought our problems are over because he is highly educated. I went to the commencement. The whole family went and sat in front of the benches and they asked us to leave because we are untouchables. And so they asked us to go and stand across the street where we can see the commencement and my father and my father's name was called, no one clapped for him because he's an untouchable. So when the governor called his name, there was silence, and I was very, very sad. And we all walked back to a mud-attached house, barefoot and all, with the diploma, and my dad said, there's no hope for me with this diploma. It's useless. Uh, I will not get any employment. One of the PhD mentors told him, why didn't you apply to America? So one day he came home with a big book full of addresses of uh, American universities. And I remember as a child, under the kerosene lamp, licking stamps and putting it on envelopes as my father wrote the addresses and applying to the United States. We got hundreds of them rejected, and every day we just did the same thing. And so my father was very dismayed. After six months, there was a letter that came from the topmost university in the world, Scripps Institute of Oceanography in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And my father said to us, why would this top university accept me when all the minor universities, less known universities, rejected me? My grandmother said, God will always give you the best. And he opened it and he started tearing. It was a letter from John D. Isaacs, from University of California at uh, San Diego. He said, Solomon, we are so honored to give you a position at Scripps. And he wrote back to him saying, sir, I don't have any money. So Dr. Isaac sent him a ticket for him to go. And that was the first uh, break in our family to come to America and he came and he served here for three years as a research scholar and it was time for him to come back. The visa was expired and he so happened to go to a church in San Diego where President Nixon was campaigning. The pastor knew President Nixon very well and introduced him to my father. And my father explained that he is going back to India. And so in the same month, President Nixon, through his intervention, my father was able to get a green card. So when my father came back to India, he came to take us from the Tatch House into this beautiful place called the United States of America. So we were just transplanted in that wonderful way, and God intervened. And I really believe that this is not a coincidence, but God expected it, expected us to be here, to be a testimony to what he can do. 
Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally renowned speaker, author, teacher, global entrepreneur, and father of the Smart Village Movement, Professor Solomon Darwin, whose latest must-read, The Untouchables, Three Generations of Triumph Over Torment, is a must-read and soon-to-be must-watch. You can learn more about Solomon Darwin's work, ministry, and mission by visiting hopeforpeople.org and untouchable at LegacyMediaLab.com. And join the movement. Get his book, The Untouchables. You will be blessed, inspired, and emboldened that you did. Professor Darwin, what a great privilege having you share just a little of your amazing story based on your incredible read, The Untouchable, soon to be a major motion picture, and rightly so. Your journey from abject poverty and societal disdain from a cruel and unjust caste system to national prominence and hope for millions, delivering them out of the same is nothing short of miraculous and proof that when a life is committed to Jesus Christ, nothing shall be impossible. India may be the birthplace of your early beginnings, but your ministry, sir, is to the nations, and it is a message for all of us to truly overcome, not give up, until we've actually achieved God's plan and nothing less. We thank you, God bless you, and much continued success. Thank you so much. Amen to that. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.